podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned in to Three Questions in a Song, episode number 94, where the title of the podcast says it all, except it really doesn't. <laughs> With me tonight are the members of Drown the Deep, and in a moment, I will let them introduce themselves to you. There, now they're all up on the screen. Um, could you each tell the listeners uh, who you are and what you do in the band? I'm Jahela. I'm the singer for Drown the Deep. I'm Regis, the guitar player. Wayne Jones, the drummer. And I'm Nate. I play bass. Thank you. Um, so this cliche question does not count. You're going to hear me say that a couple of times. Um, where did the name Drown the Deep come from? It was a name that I had uh, for <laughs> some stuff that I had started writing. And Reg and I were the first ones who um, started working together on the songs. And basically, I ran it by him and said, hey, are you cool with this name? And he said, yep, all good. And so we've been running with it <laughs> since. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never asked anything more about it. So I just like I liked it when I heard it. So it's all good. Um, also uh, in the background for the people that are on the video is you can see part of the cover art of their upcoming album. Um, do you want to give a little information? I know that one song released a few days ago and the other one that we're going to play is releasing on the 17th. Is that correct? Oh, you have the hard yes. copy in front of you. Nice. Yeah. We just got them in a couple of days ago. So brand spanking new. From the trying to get not the glare, yeah. but <laughs> there's a nice reflection of us on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. So you ha- you're having a release party for it? We are. Yeah. So our first single, the title song off the album Black Sun Drive, released on streaming March 3rd, and our second single Highway is release- releasing March 17th. The full album will release on streaming April 7th, but on April 1st, that will be everyone's first chance to get their hand on a copy of the CD at our album release party at the bridge. And we're selling I, I, VIP release bundles. So you get five bucks off the ticket and five bucks off the CD. If you buy that only 20 bucks for both. I have not been to the bridge yet, but I have seen some cool photos from there and, and heard good things. Yeah, we've so. played a couple shows there now. It's a nice venue. Yeah, yeah I like it. Yeah, they're great people. Cool. Um, I actually, on the last PA Rock show, um, I had Storms Within from Erie, and they had just played there, so I, I asked them about it. So, <laughs> um, All right, so let's get into the, <clears throat> the oddball questions that I ask. Um, so this one is another one that doesn't count because it's the official – build a scene question and that is who's your dave Grohl? and by that i mean who do you want to go up on stage with and play one of their originals <laughs> i know nate's got an opinion <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know who it would be <laughs> right, then, then i guess i'll go first i would say hailstorm okay any particular song <clears throat> 
not really. I love so much of, of their music and they always put on an awesome show, the shows that I've been to. So one of my big influences, a band that I would love to play with someday and playing a song with them would be amazing. Yeah, I was just thinking I'd have to do uh, the Deftones, maybe uh, the song My Own Summer. I would ha- I would have to say uh, Van Halen or the uh, Doors. <laughs> I know Nate hates that, but you know. <laughs> well, he said he doesn't have an answer, so Not- he doesn't get a vote either. <laughs> it would be. It would. I'm the oddball too, because it would it would be Radiohead, and it would be for Carmel, please. That would be my go-to. I love that song. That's a good sure. one. Cool. All right. So now we got those non-counters out. Those. There were fouls. They didn't go through the hoop. I don't know. <laughs> um, if you were sitting on a bench, you know, kind of like um, Forrest Gump, and someone comes out and sits next to you, and you're going to start up a conversation, and you turn, and it is your musical idol, and they say to you, you can ask me one question only. Who are you sitting next to, and what question are you asking them? Wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately think of Eddie Van Halen for me. Yeah, I'd have to ask him how he does the flutter. I've never been able to get the flutter picking just right that he does. I always, I would love to see it up close. Hmm. <laughs> I'm stumped on that one. <laughs> it's a hard one. I guess the first one that comes to mind for me would be David Bowie. There'd be so many others, though, but having to narrow it down is hard. So I guess if I have to, say Bowie, because that's the first one I thought of. Um, what question? <laughs> what his biggest advice for good stage presence would be? Never got a chance to see him live, but all the videos I've seen, he just had something magical on stage. The other two are now going, you can't I have no idea. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be talking to a stranger. Here's, here's the thing, though. If you don't answer questions, that means I have to ask more questions. Oh, jeez. <laughs> my, my problem uh, is is that I, I don't I try to avoid eye contact with strangers at all costs, so I might not even recognize so you won't know who the it person is. was sitting next to me. <laughs> Hmm. He's already met his idol. He didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, I will let you out of this one. I'm looking at the uh, Black Sun Drive album cover and I see the road and it, it makes me think of this question I ask all the time. So you're standing at the crossroads where Robert Johnson supposedly stood and had his conversation with the devil. Um, if you're at that, that same crossroads, the devil shows up. What are you trying to trade the devil for your soul? Huh. See, so you should ask the last one or answer the last one. <laughs> you're going to have to pass me on this one too. <laughs> Like, oh no, my internet went out. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be right back. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> There's are a reason why I hide behind the hills. Are we talking? Do we have to narrow this down in any way, or is it going to no, be no? It, it it can be anything. One one person told me that 
they were going to trade their soul for the devil's soul so that they could do whatever they wanted. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I'd settle for just financial security. <laughs> I, just don't wanna, I don't ever want to think about paying a bill again. I would easily sell myself for that. <laughs> I'm tired of aching. <laughs> my body's always hurting. <laughs> yeah, that that's starting, and I'm not liking it. <laughs> Anybody else? It, it could be musically. It could be anything. Or you could pass. <laughs> I think it'd be cool to be uh, like Robert Johnson and one of the greatest guitar players ever. That'd be pretty cool. Legacy. Hmm. I don't know if it would be worth trading myself for any price. I get that answer a lot too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to tweet. I think my grandmother would be mad at me if I said anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm going to tweak the question for you. And what is something that you you're striving for musically that you haven't attained yet that you really want? Perfection. I will always strive to be better and better, um, you know, increase my range in particular. I, I know when I was a kid and I first heard about the supposed eight octave range of Freddie Mercury, I was like, all right, let's do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> let's see how, how much of a, of a vocal range that I can do and how many different techniques I can manage to sort of weave between, you know, and, and incorporate into my toolbox of things that I can draw from. See, I told you I wasn't going to talk about my son or my daughters and you just triggered something. Um, so my son is 14. So his voice has changed. Mm-hmm. And, now, <laughs> and now, and all three of my kids are play instruments and they all sing. And now that his voice has changed. He's trying to see how the lowest note that he can hit and the highest note he can hit. And he sits like he's probably doing it in there right now. He, he just starts working his way down. I'm going, oh, shut your door. <laughs> so, yeah, they he, he did surprise the choir director at church the other day because she was playing something high and, and he sang it high. And it was funny because she actually stopped and went, oh, my God, in church. <laughs> but okay that's that's enough of my kids stories um so i hit you with two hard questions and now i feel bad but not enough to not ask you another hard one later um but this one should be easy for you so i told you that we're going to play both um, black sun drive and highway and you can pick one of them or talk about both of them but this is like your mtv vh1 storytellers moment or you can tell us about the song or the recording process or whatever you want that's related to those songs. Yeah. Anybody? Uh, I think <laughs> uh, let's talk about Highway. Um, but I, I guess I'd start off by saying we, we tend to write a lot of our songs, and this one was definitely one of them by jamming at practice in between other songs that we do. And sometimes, you know, Regis will come out with a riff that's really awesome or. Um, Actually, I think that's how most of it tends to start. (laughs) And then uh, things just kind of progress from there. Um, Wayne and Regis are really in sync. So that's, it's always interesting to watch the two of them play off each other. 
Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of came, came about like that with, I think it was, I can't remember if it was a verse or the chorus that we were jamming on at first at practice, but yeah, just a lot of our songs just kind of, uh, tumble out of us that way during, during practice time. Anybody want to add to that? Yeah, it's actually really neat and really organic. You know, we, we jam on some stuff and then uh, Jahala will start noodling with some melody things. And we record a lot of our practices too, so we can go back and pick out some of those things. And then uh, we have some recording rigs, uh, Jahala and myself. So we can go and what she does a lot of times is cut and paste some of the stuff that I played. Even um, one of the songs... Um, is really just, it was me just uh, bringing my guitar up to tune, but she cut it into a guitar part. And so we, we made that one of the guitar parts. So yeah, it, it just became part of the song. And it's just really neat that, you know, we all contribute like bits and pieces. And then maybe I'll go home and try to or do an arrangement. Or we have the, uh, what we call the murder board, where we plot out the arrangements of the song, the chorus and, uh, the, the 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 verse and how many times we repeat that and we put post-it notes on the board to kind of work out the arrangements and things it's it's a lot of fun it's great you know I, sometimes I think like something's going to go a certain way and then Jahela comes and like hey I put something in the Dropbox check it out and it's like oh that went somewhere completely different but it's super cool and we all dig it and then you're just so inspired it just makes it easy to finish a song too so hey anybody else want to add to it <clears throat> Nope. <laughs> uh, well, I would just say that uh, it was also interesting from my perspective because a lot of the songs were started since I'm the last one to the party. Um, I had to like kind of pull it out of a file and just sit with it nonstop, like night after night, and like write a bass piece for each one. So that was kind of interesting too. But uh, it was cool because then we would just come to practice and I'd play it and. They're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> we got that far. All right. <laughs> so yeah, right. it's been fun. So we're gonna take a minute, well, a couple minutes, and listen to Black Sun Drive and Highway, and we'll be right back.
Drown the Deep. Um, you just got to hear Highway and Black Sun Drive by Drown the Deep. They are hanging out with me for a little bit longer. Um, I have asked more than three questions already, but we're going to keep going. Um, so up next, I'm going to go ahead and play um, the question that Brian had for you guys from the last episode, which isn't a surprise because you listen, but the listeners will not have heard it already. So give me one second. There it is. All right. And then when he's done asking, you can jump right in. Um, okay. So Drown the Deep, who yes. I have seen live. Okay. Um, they're a very, very good hard rock band and yep. female front it. And I believe that's going to lead into your question. You're hundred percent correct. So I watched some of their videos on YouTube and they have a very powerful presence, a very powerful female singer. And so I, I'm in a band that has a female singer as well, two bands. And so it's always curious to me. So my question is how does having a female singer influence the band's songwriting and the sound of the band? No, I mean, when we're kind of writing some of the songs, I know I think about, um, we, I mean, Jahalo's voice is really a highlight of the band. So I usually try to think of something that I would really showcase her ability to both sing and scream. I, we all really kind of like a lot of the screaming parts she does too. And with the uh, fry vocals and those kind of things. So, I mean, that's kind of what I'm always inspired by. So she can kind of do her thing. Like it's pretty cool. And it really kind of, I think people always, you know, I think you, you even heard, I mean, people are always really kind of um, surprised how uh, strong uh, Jayla comes out of the gate, <laughs> screaming and rocking and, you know, and singing as well. That's what we always hear too. So um, I definitely kind of like to try to showcase that with our, with our music too. I know for me, I don't, I have to say, I I don't really think it's just, it's just the band. It's like, it's, I don't, it, it doesn't come into play for me that like it's female versus anything else. It's just, I think because Jahela is so powerful and then with only one guitar and then playing the way Reach does, he's up front. So I feel like my job is just to kind of sit in the background, fill it in and don't get in the way. That's so it. That's it. <laughs> it, it, it. It's not necessarily, you know, female versus male more than it is. They're clearly out front, you know, it's just, so you gotta, it's just don't step on any feet. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely the highlight though. Her lyrics are powerful yeah. and her voice is tremendous. I mean, I think we all have a certain style the way we all play, but. Her voice, I mean, it's, it's amazing. And the words she comes up with, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's impressive. You guys are making me blush over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just trying to do my best. Got to keep up with you guys. Got a lot of talent in this band. Um, for me, I would say, I mean, it's not so much a female versus male thing for me because – I'm a woman. This is what I've always been. Uh, <laughs> it's me being me. But I would say lyrically, how does so uh, how does it influence the the sound and the lyrics? So I guess sound wise, I would say since we're in a harder genre, there is sort of that work twice as hard for half the respect thing. I want to come out strong and I want to be the best I can be and try to attain perfection. Cause there's a lot of focus. There's a lot of people that look at it as, Oh, it's, it's a woman at the front of this band and they don't necessarily expect 
they have certain pre expectations, I would say, that they may bring to what that means we are. And I like to try to defy those. Um, but I also feel like there are certain things that I can say, um, emotions that I can tap into or storylines that I can convey that I can sort of play with ambiguity on, or I can delve into, um, that. I don't know if I would say, I don't know exactly how I would say that's different from when a guy does it, but. I, uh, my own bent. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but for example, with our song Rapture, I, I would say that one, we, it's not one of the ones being played tonight, but it's, it's one of the tracks on our album. We've had some very interesting thoughts come through and, and interpretations of what that means because it's a woman singing the lyrics, which has been interesting for us because we know what it meant when we wrote it. So it's just, it's interesting for us to hear the way people take it, but we also love the fact that art is what it needs to be for people. And that's a really important factor of it as well. Has anyone actually gotten what it, what it's written about? Nope. Yeah, I don't think they will. <laughs> no, there's no way. But yeah, it was cool. I, I had the idea for a song and I thought of, you know, myself singing it from a man's perspective, but it's, it's even cooler when Jahela's like, when her and I were talking about this was kind of early on, I had this idea for this song. And it was cool. She's like, well, you know, a woman singing would be even more kind of uh, enig- like an enigma. You know, it would be really kind of interesting if a woman sang these these, lo- these vocals. So that'd be cool when more people get to hear it. But there's a lot of people. That's, the song stands out in our set because it's like one of our heaviest songs. So a lot of people already have a lot of requests. They can't wait to check it out on the record. You know, anytime we release a song, it's like, is it rapture? It's like, no, no, I have to wait for that. <clears throat> yeah. And that's kind of what we talked about too, is like, it's cool to, and Jahela's great with words, which I'm not. Um, so it's awesome that she's kind of a wealth of uh, lyrics and, and melody and things. But um, as we talked about, you know, the, the lyrics should be a little bit, they should leave enough room for interpretation so people can bring, whatever they want to it. It's cool if somebody brings something completely different than what we intended. That's awesome. You know, it's, it's really cool if people get some, but yeah, it almost ruins it. Right. Like you're like, I really like this song. I really don't want to know what it's about, or we don't want to know what drown the deep means. It means things to, I know myself. I, I think I know what it means. And, yeah. It almost kind of ruins it sometimes when you find out what the real meaning is. You're leaving one of your gigs and there is a DeLorean sitting there with its door open. And in the back is a flux capacitor, so you can hop in and take it anywhere in time. Where are you going, and what band are you hanging out with while you're there? That's easy for me. I'm going to see the door, so hanging out with Jim Morrison, see what's in his head. <laughs> that might ruin it for you, too. <laughs> I'll take my chances. <laughs> I, I would go... Nineteen sixty-seven Monterey Pop Festival, Jimi Hendrix. That would be my. Ah, uh, that was my answer. We <laughs> 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 together. Jimmy <laughs> That's the exact thing I was going to say. Well, that means one of you gets to say that line about oh, where we're going. We don't need any roads. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, what do you guys have coming up next? Don't forget to mention your CD release. 
We've got our first out-of-area, out-of-state gig on March 19th. We're heading to Cleveland. Um, we're playing at the Foundry Concert Club with Titans in Time, Faith in Failure, and Hybrid Nation. Then April 1st, we have our album release party right here in Pittsburgh at the Bridge. Um, April, I forget the date. It's a later weekend in April is the Brutal Weekend at the Subalpine. And we'll be playing that one. Um, have some awesome bands coming in from out of town, including Storms Within, Faith and Failure, as well as some local uh, bands as well. Um, oh, there's there's so much. We're opening for OTEP uh, at the end of May. We're also opening for Cold at the end of May. Um, yeah, bunch of stuff coming up. <laughs> Um, and everything's on our website and on a pinned post on Facebook. So as we add more shows, we update our lists. Any tickets that we have pre-sales for, we have for sale on our website. Um, really appreciate everyone who buys directly from us. It's a huge help when we've got that going. It's how us small bands make a little bit uh, of, of an impact and show people we can bring people to our shows. So it's incredibly, incredibly appreciated. Right, so I have Facebook and Linktree down below you, but where where else can people find you online and get a hold of that new album? Um, Linktree will take you everywhere, but our album is out on all major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, everything. Um, the uh, Or I should say Black Sun Drive, the single is out now. The rest will be out. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're bad at that, but we're on there. <laughs> We're trying to get better at the social media thing. It's a whole nother job in and of itself, as I'm sure you know, having a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work. You try to, it's got to look effortless and it's a lot of work to look effortless. Um, I, do, I do not have a TikTok. Because I, just, <laughs> I have my own stuff that I'm doing, but I also do music from 412. I do some first angel media. I have yeah. like 60 websites that I maintain. So I'm doing a lot of theirs. So yeah, no TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Uh, but yeah, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, our website. I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. And all major streaming okay. platforms. So, yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for and time. I almost forgot you have a question for the next guest. Oh, we do. Yes. Um, so our question, uh, we looked up a little bit of Mark's stuff. I don't want to butcher his last name, so I'm not going <laughs> to. I think it's Having big, a name that people num- often put, you know, guess on. I I don't get upset by it, but I just, I understand that. Um, but yeah, our question for Mark would be, um, looking at his stuff, saw so he's really lyrically driven as well. Uh, the question for him would be, how do you find yourself pulling new inspiration for new lyrical patterns? Okay. See, this is the unofficial name of this podcast is that it's a chain letter. So now, (laughs) so now you have to come back and listen to the next episode to find out what Mark says. Definitely. (laughs) See how I did that? I see. Good. The hook. (laughs) And Brian is going to have to listen to this one to see what you said. (laughs) 
All right, so this has been episode 94 of Three Questions in a Song. My name is Bill. With me tonight was Drown the Deep. You can find us at buildthescene.com, music from the 412, First Angel Media, and Rudiru Radio, um, and probably more to come. Uh, with that said, we are going to go ahead and sign off. This, this podcast in particular is released on the 1st and 15th of the month, so you can follow that, and PA Rock Show is every Friday. And uh, I will see you next time. Thanks. Peace. This episode of Three Questions of a Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.